Good morning, everybody. We've got a mixed to lower trade in the grain markets here early on Monday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. March corn futures down two cents at 6.04 and three quarters. March soybeans down five and three quarters at 14.04 and a half. March Chicago wheat down three at 7.55 and three quarters. March Kansas City wheat down five and a quarter at 7.69 and three quarters. March spring wheat down eight and a half cents at 9.14 and three quarters. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, leave me a comment, help me to grow this channel. If you guys need some additional assistance from me, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Click on grain marketing plan in the upper right-hand corner. Check out my subscription service, guys, $49.99 a month. I send out a ton of information uh, to my subscribers. My morning email goes out every business day uh, just before I start these live streams about 6.20 a.m. Central Time. That includes all my grain marketing recommendations, um, charts, all the weather information you need. Uh, My subscriber-only videos, I do a new one every business day. And actually, I've been doing subscriber-only videos on Sundays during the South American weather market. I sent one out yesterday with the South American weather update. I do the same thing uh, during like the key U.S. uh, weather market windows in June and July. I'll do Sunday video updates uh, for my subscribers. But I did a a subscriber-only video on Friday regarding the 2022 uh, corn, soybean, and wheat charts. if you're looking for some potential upside targets, kind of the, the technical posture there, that may be something uh, that you should take a look at. So give that subscription deal a shot, guys. Uh, you can cancel it at any time. There's no obligation. Won't try to sell you anything else. The next uh, seven days is going to be pretty ugly for South Brazil and Argentina in particular. Rains will be almost non-existent during this period for those areas. Uh, temperatures will run well above normal. Some of these areas of Argentina, South Brazil, they're going to see temperatures well in excess of 100 degrees. Fahrenheit up to, up to 110, maybe even in excess of that. Uh, rain is going to be mostly locked out of these areas here over the next seven days. So this is going to be an ugly stretch here um, for the next seven days. And this is not any different than what we thought going home last week. This is pretty much a confirmation of what we thought going home last week. So there, there was no big flip-flop uh, in the weather over the weekend. Now around this time next week, you're going to see cooler temperatures return to Argentina, to southern Brazil, and those cooler temperatures will be accompanied by rain. Um, there are some some areas of, say, South Argentina or the southern areas of, of, of corn and soybean country in Argentina that are going to stay on the dry side, but a lot of these northern areas will be uh, wetter and cooler, and a lot of South Brazil will be wetter and cooler. I think a lot of people would make the argument that for uh, South Brazil in particular, a lot of this is going to be too little too late, maybe the same for Paraguay. Argentina could be a little bit different, especially the, the further south that you go, the earlier they are in the growing season season. So you do have some relief in the extended forecast, but these next seven days, pretty ugly. But again, this is all stuff, both the next seven days being hot and dry and the idea that rains return around the 17th or 18th. Those are things that we knew uh, going home last week. So no major shift in the forecast, but still not a good forecast for, um, again, areas of South Brazil, uh, Argentina, those sort of areas. Now, on the flip side of that, uh, there is concern regarding harvest delays in some of your, uh, say, northern areas of Brazil soybean country because they've been so wet. You've got a big divide between uh, northern Brazil and southern Brazil in terms of rainfall. They've been excessively wet in uh, central and northern areas of Brazil and excessively dry in south Brazil. So now in, in Mato Grosso, which is, is further north and is the, the biggest soybean growing state in Brazil, they're talking about some harvest delays, uh, maybe some quality issues issues as a result of heavy rainfall. Um, We've got more rain in the forecast here. So I I don't think this is a huge deal. I think with the first 
thing I talked about, South Brazil uh, having major crop losses and Argentina potentially. That's the big story. This is a lesser story, but still uh, certainly something to be aware of here. And uh, again, more rains uh, coming here over the next uh, 10 days or so at least. We got a whole bunch of USDA data coming out on Wednesday. There are uh, a a number of reports, crop production, WASDE, grain stocks, and winter wheat seedings all coming out Wednesday morning at 11 a.m. Central Time. This January report, it's a big report. It's often associated with big volatility in the markets. You've got the potential for surprises um, in a lot of different areas. Typically, it's in the grain stocks. I think the grain stocks is probably where you have maybe the biggest potential for a surprise. But I mean, when they've got all these reports out in one day, there's so many moving pieces. You've got a, a lot of uh, potential for surprise. You're also going to see updated South American production numbers. My guess would be that USDA kind of slow plays this thing. Uh, if they make reductions to the Brazilian uh, corn, soybean crops, uh, Argentina, they're probably going to kind of take a slower path with their downward revisions, whereas a lot of the private groups have been very aggressive with their downward revisions. Russian and American officials met for a preliminary dinner last night ahead of uh, what are being described as some high stakes negotiations. So we've got this issue with Russia and Ukraine and the Russia buildup of, of military and um, that sort of thing at the Ukrainian border. There appears to be pessimism on both sides regarding the potential for a diplomatic solution. Uh, Russian officials have said that the U.S. has a lack of understanding regarding its security demands. The U.S. has voiced doubts about whether Russia is serious at all in de-escalating the situation. Uh, they have a broader discussion and more meetings scheduled uh, for today and for the remainder of the week. This is of concern, of course, and, and I talk about this often because that's such a big export hub for wheat in particular. USDA says that Russia and Ukraine will be the world's number one and number two wheat exporters this year. Ukraine's also provided the U.S. with a lot of competition in regard to corn exports as well. So uh, this is a situation worth watching, certainly. We did have some flash sales reported on Friday. USDA reported uh, about 7 million bushels of corn to Mexico for the current marketing year and about 4.5 million bushels of soybeans to an unknown destination for the 22-23 uh, marketing year, which would be the 2022 crop. Those are pretty small sales. Should not have a uh, big impact on on the market. Cash cattle traded, I believe, mostly 138 last week. There was a little bit of uh, trade at 136 on Friday. We'll see what develops uh, there today. The box beef market was higher, uh, sharply higher than the choice boxes on Friday. In the outside markets, the U.S. dollar is just a little bit higher. The S&P is down 23. The Dow's off 70 points. Bonds up a little bit. Precious metals about flat. Crude oil is down 49 cents in the March WTI, 77.96 there. Have a great day, guys. I will talk to you same time tomorrow.